Who do you like in the next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Yes, hello, welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Blue Bets and... Once again, joined by Mark Waugh as I welcome you. Junior State of Origin last night, and I tell you what, I must give you credit right off the top. You were big on Queensland. They were the outsiders, and this was a week out last week when you uh, you did the form. You thought Queensland would do the job, and you also tipped our boy down here in Melbourne, Cameron Munster, as the man of the match. How good was he? So well done to you, Junior. I hope you're able to profit mm. out of it, mate. Yeah, g'day, Joey. Uh, yeah, it did hurt me to tip uh, Queensland, being a, obviously a New South Welshman, but I just thought at the odds they were great value in a two-horse race. I thought they had a pretty good side. And Cameron Munster, if Queensland were going to win, he was always going to be the player that could get the job done for Queensland. Had a great game, Cameron Munster. Actually, most of the Queensland team did. So, yes, it, it hurt me to tip Queensland and actually back them. But, um, yeah, the Blues, not quite good enough, although right at the death they nearly scored. So it was a great game of footy, though, to watch. Yeah, it was a great game, and we did give you credit. We said we love this because you were tipping with your head, not your heart, and that's what this show's about, so well done <laughs> for that. And not only at the Queensland, we go back to the weekend, and uh, I'll tell you what, the war stable, you had a couple of runners, and in particular, you tipped us French mm. Bonnet. You really liked that one. Uh, that had a terrific win. And then King's Air, the, the, uh, it was first start, wasn't it, for the war stable that you bought, that you're also spruced. Yep. That, that had a win, and your best bet at Eagle Farm also had a win, so... You had another good weekend on the track as well. Yeah, it was a good weekend, Joey. A bit of a fill-up for the war camp, obviously. French Bonnet, I was, I was really keen on her. Uh, she ended up paying about $6 too, so she was a great each way back. King's Air in the last, we actually thought he might have been a bit underdone coming off one trial, but just a bit of class there with King's Air. Our first, uh, he's, that was his first start for our stable. I bought him online on the English Digital sale there. A couple of months ago, so pretty good result there. We got nearly, well, we got at least half our money back in in the first crack, so that was good. Um, my other tips, yeah, political debate one. My other two both run a place at odds, and you, you uh, also, Joey, you had a pretty good um, weekend on the punt with all your tips each way bets running a place, and they tell me there was a pretty happy punter who, who gave you a call with a, a place all up because of your tips. Yeah, I had three bets. It was a tough day at Flemington last week, so I had three each-way bets that were all paying good odds. And uh, Bound for Home in race two ran second, Grand Pope in race five ran third, and Dragonstone in the last ran second. So, look, I, I did suggest them all each-way, and I was able to make a little bit, but not as much as a uh, as a punter who just uh, direct messaged and said, thank you for that, mm. Joey. 18 to 1 for an all-up place bet. So he was very happy. So, uh, yeah, there was one punter that, uh, that took the chocolates there. But uh, we'll try and do it all again this week, mate, because the racing never stops and uh, yep. you can take it away again, starting with the War Stable Runners. Yeah, well, self-praise is no praise, Joey, they say, so it's on again this weekend, so we've got to back <laughs> up with some more winners, but um, yeah, plenty of runners for the War Stable over the next three or four days. Of course, it's a long weekend um, in Australia on Monday, so we've got racing on Monday as well. So we start off tomorrow, Friday at Taree on the Mid-North Coast. We've got a couple of runners up there. Uh, starting in race one, number 11, Sylvia Bell. She's drawn 11th of 11, so it'll be tough for her out there. But I do like the horse in race two, number four, Foolish. Uh, we had him in today at Gosford Scratch today to run at Taree tomorrow. Uh, his last run was disappointing, but he stumbled out of the gates. So we had to barrier trial him after his last start. He won a barrier trial last week. So uh, race two, number four, Foolish. I'm sure he can run a really good race tomorrow at Taree. So that's Friday. Then on the Saturday, we're out to Royal Ramwick. We've had a good weekend of weather, lots of breezes, so we're looking at probably, I reckon, about a soft five track out there 
on Saturday, so it won't be a heavy track, which probably doesn't help our runners. We've got two runners out there, race four, number one, Garrison. At the moment, he's uh, he's also in on Monday at Warwick Farm, race six, number two, at Warwick Farm on Monday. So we're just deciding where to run there. Uh, he's drawn pretty wide at Ramwick, so keep an eye out for him at either venue. He'd be an each-way chance, whichever one he goes to. But then back at Ramwick tomorrow, our second runner is race seven, number six, Bethancourt. Uh, he's coming off a, a modest run uh, in the Lord Mayor's Cup. He was up in class, up in distance. Um, just did too much work at, uh, at, at Rose Hill in that Lord Mayor's Cup. So we've dropped him back to a mile on Saturday, and we might ride him a little bit quieter. Um, so I think he's got a good each-way each chance. Even though he probably prefers it really wet, I think a soft track will be okay for him. So race seven, number six, Bethancourt. I think he's around the $9 mark there. Uh, Jordan, what do you got for Bethancourt on Saturday at Ramwick race seven? That will be paying uh, $9 for Bethancourt. We've also got runners at uh, Newcastle on Saturday. Uh, race two, number five, Rockstep, and race seven, number one, Different Strokes. Uh, he's also in Warwick Farm on Monday as well. So, But I think uh, Different Strokes, if he runs at Newcastle, he's going to be hard to beat. Rockstep will run a, a good race as well there on Saturday. And then we do go to... Uh, uh, Warwick Farm on Monday. Uh, it's the long weekend, of course. We've got three runners there. Uh, race five, number six, Bubba. Uh, she should be a good each-way chance. And then the two runners that are in on Saturday as well. Race six, number two, Garrison. Race eight, number six, different strokes. They'll both run well at Warwick Farm or uh, at Newcastle or Randwick, whichever place they run. And then we'll go to my best bets. Joey, while I'm on a roll here, mate, um, yep. it's, a, it's a great weekend of racing in Brisbane. The Stradbroke... Uh, uh, group one day in Brisbane, the biggest uh, race on the calendar for the Queenslanders, the Stradbroke, and I'm going to have uh, my best value bet of the weekend in the Stradbroke, just just because it's the, it's a big race, big field. I'm going to uh, uh, back number one there, Private Eye, uh, the top weight Private Eye, trained by Joe Pride, uh, is a class galloper, that's why it's got the top weight, draws barrier one, it's had some uh, bad barriers, some wide barriers in recent starts, so I think the firmer track will suit Private Eye as well, Brenton Abdullah to ride from barrier run i just think it'll 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 get a good run on the fence it'll save ground if you can get a late split somewhere there i think at around the 14 15 mark private eye is going to run you a real good race in the stradbroke on saturday so that's my value bet then we'll go to my two best bets they're both each way bets if you want to as well we start off in race eight number four surreal step now this horse is flying since it joined the brad widup stable uh one last uh two weeks ago um, at Rose Hill, coming off a couple of unlucky runs before that at Hawkesbury and Scone. Should have won at Scone, had no luck at all in the, in the listed race up there. So race eight, number four, Surreal Step. It is around the $5 mark, so you can back it each way or straight out if you want. And then we'll go to the last race, race 10. Uh, if you've still got some money in your pocket and you're still concentrating on the races after a big day. Uh, number 15, Kanazawa. This is the Godolphin-trained uh, three-year-old. Very lightly raced, only had five starts for a couple of wins. And a placing, a couple of placings. Uh, it resumed with a strong finishing second there a couple of weeks ago at Roundwick. It charged home, and I think uh, with no weight on its back, it's drawn a little bit tricky out wide, but I think by race 10 at Roundwick on Saturday, they might be swooping down the middle of the track. So I'm tipping Kanazawa in the last, uh, at around the $5 mark as well. So there, my uh, bets for the weekend. Joey, over to you, mate. Beautiful, sounds good. Well, we're at Sandown Hillside on Saturday here in Melbourne, and we are expecting rain, so the tables have turned a little bit, Junior. I think we're looking at, at this stage, mm -hmm. a heavy track, so I've tried to find some uh, horses that can handle the heavy that, that uh, like the wet. So there's a three that I like, two 
at around the, the sort of $4 mark and one each way play. But uh, race four, number three, Star of Chaos. Uh, this horse bolted in last start, one by seven lengths on the heavy over the same distance. Uh, before that, wasn't too far away behind um, a couple of good horses, in particular the gun uh, youngster in Adelaide, Elation. Comes in well with a claim. It's got the middle gates. Uh, I think Star of Chaos uh, is a good play in race four, number three. We go to race seven. Um, this, there's a favourite called Visanari, who's, uh, and rightly so, the favourite. It split Hosier and Sir Davy over the 1600 last time, but he hasn't seen a heavy track. So I'm finding one that has a good record on the heavy um, in Chief Altoni, race seven, number one. It's had three starts for two wins and a third. Uh, over the 1600, five starts for two wins, two seconds and a third. Um, it's drawn wide in the big field, so it's going to need some luck. But the last time it ran over 1600, it was only beaten by Mr. Brightside. Tommy Stockdale, I think if he can give it a good ride, you'll get a good run for your money at about the 7 or $8 race 7, number one, Chief Tony. And my last and probably my best for the day in race eights, a benchmark 84, is uh, Sig Positano. Now, this horse has been around the mark and been in the market its last three without winning. I think it's got within a length its last three starts, but just hasn't quite won. Last start, it drew wide, had to go back, circled the field with a big weight and just couldn't quite uh, get Jigsaw, who's in the same race, meets him better at the weights. Oh, I think it's a, it's its day tomorrow. It's drawn barrier four. It'll sit closer. Um, it'll get a nice ride. And I think it's, it's a great bet coming up 100 metres to the 1300. So that's my best for the day. Race eight, number 11, Sig Positano. What about then, Junior, off the track? Uh, obviously, still some NRL this weekend. Are the State of mm. Origin boys, we expect most of them to back up? Uh, probably. I think there's a few injuries there. Tony Staggs got injured um, yep. for the Blues, so he won't back up for the Broncos. But uh, I think most of them will back up. There's three and four days between some of the games um, from the State of Origin. So it, it is a tough round, though. It's very tough to see which... Uh, players will exactly back up but we've got a full round of footy to uh, look at so I, I suppose you tread warily and wait for last minute um, team changes to see who does back up but uh, I'm going with an all up uh, four leg all up just missed out last week got three out of four and the and the roosters let me down against Canberra but I'm going with uh, these four teams this weekend I'm going to start with the Raiders they're my value bet on Saturday night against the Broncos I think the Broncos are going to have a few wounded players there from the state of origin so I'm thinking the Raiders they had two players play uh, in the state of origin Papali and Jack White and I think they'll both back up because the Raiders need them to back up so I'm going to go with them to beat the Broncos and I'm going with the Sea Eagles uh, to beat the Tigers and the Tigers sacked their coach uh, during the week so they're in turmoil so I think the Sea Eagles with uh, not too many players uh, backing up from State of Origin. We'll beat the Tigers, and then we'll go to the Sharks versus the Warriors. The Warriors, like the Tigers, have sacked their coach, so they're in turmoil as well. I think the Sharks will be way too good for the Warriors there on uh, Sunday night. And then my last game is the Eels versus the Dogs. Uh, the Eels are short, but the Dogs are just haven't. They just can't score. I know I back, they're my team, the Doggies, but I think the Eels will be way too classy for... Uh, the doggies. So that's my all up. The Raiders into the Seagulls, into the Sharks, into the Eels. Uh, Jordan, if, have you got a price on, on that all I up? I do have or? a price now, gents. That'll be $5.20. That'll get you. I like that. Okay, that's, that's a good that's one. That's my all nice up and for the weekend. I like that, Junior. That sounds good. Hey, I'm going to do something similar at the with the AFL. Uh, there's just the six games this weekend. We're going through our buy rounds, but I really like five of the six. I think they should all win. 
I'm pretty keen on Richmond uh, Thursday night footy against Port Adelaide. I think the Tigers are a bit of a sleeping giant in this competition. They're, they're fully fit. They're, they've found their identity just before the bite. Um, so they're one to keep an eye out as we go forward into the season. Uh, but I think they'll definitely beat Port Adelaide Thursday night footy. Carlton will be too good for Essendon. You speak about turmoil, Junior. Well, Essendon are in turmoil in the AFL. Mm-hmm. Carlton should win yep. that. Fremantle will continue their winning ways against the Hawks. The Giants, well, they'll beat the hapless Kangaroos. That's comfortable. And I like Melbourne to bounce back. I know they've had a bit of issues this week. There was a brawl between two teammates at a restaurant, and uh, they've lost their last two. But they, <laughs> I think this will galvanise them. Uh, I think they'll tighten up, and they should beat Collingwood in the big Queen's birthday clash. So those five, multi them up. Uh, Jordan, what do you got? They will get For those five, you'll get $3.83. Yep. Yeah, pretty, pretty confident all those five should win. So uh, that's my... Mm. Multi, what about your uh, same game multi, please, Junior? Yep. Just Joey, I like your confidence here. You just straight to the crease and just whack five sixes in, so I'm yep. going to take that all up as well. You sounded <laughs> that, that confident. They, uh, they're short enough, but they, all, they can all win. So uh, well, my same right. game multi, we're looking, at the, yeah, we're looking at the Storm versus the Roosters game on Saturday night. So this, this is a big game, actually. Um, it's a tough game to predict because we've got a lot of players backing up uh, or potentially backing up or not backing up from state of origin. But uh, I'm going to go with the Storm to win. I think they'll be just too good for the Roosters down there. Jerome Hughes uh, playing at halfback. Uh, I think Cameron Munster will back up as well. He's on a, he's on a high. He's had a big game, didn't he, in the state of origin. So I think that halves combination for the Storm, just too classy for the Roosters, who have been a bit in and out all season. Um, I think they're slightly overrated, the Roosters. So I'm going to go with the Storm to win. Uh, as the first leg of the multi. Then I'm going to go over 40 and a half. Uh, I think there'll be plenty of points scored in this game. I think both teams will throw the ball around and have a bit of fun. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And any time try score, I'm going with Jerome Hughes, the halfback. He's he's so quick and, and elusive, Jerome Hughes. I think around the $3.70, for him to score a try, I think that's big odds. Just when the defence thinks he might pass the ball or set up a kick out wide, he'll, he'll run from... Uh, from the line and be, be uh, very likely to score a try. So that's my same game multi. Uh, the Storm to win dollar forty-five uh, over forty and a half at a dollar ninety. Jerome Hughes around the three seventy mark to score a try. So there we go, my same game multi. Gents, that'll come to that'll be six dollars twenty-five, which is quite uh, quite $6. nice. Six dollars twenty-five, yeah, that sounds good, sir. Yeah, I'm just going to tighten mine up, Junior. I've been uh, I've been trying to play a few too many sixes, and we haven't quite landed one yet. So I'm just going a bit <laughs> shorter. I've got Melbourne Collingwood Queen's birthday on Monday. I think, as I said, Melbourne should bounce back and, and win. Um, as I said, they've lost two on the trot, but they still are the best team in the competition. I know Collingwood are in great form, and it'll be a great game. But I'll take Melbourne one to thirty nine. In that, uh, I think Christian Petrarca, he'll kick a goal anytime goal scorer. He's had the most shots at goal of any midfielder in the competition. He always has a couple of shots at goal, so I think he'll jag one. And then just two players, one from either side to get 25-plus disposals. Jack Crisp, who's uh, been in unbelievable form this season, he should get 25-plus. And Jack Viney, who will love the conditions if it's a bit wet and slippery on Monday. He was excellent last week, 32 disposals for him. So I think he can back up and have another 25-plus this week. So that's my short four-leg same-game multi, Jordan. That'll work out to be $12. Right, so the last one we've got is our team multi. Jordan, I hope you've come armed with a, uh, a good leg because Charlie, who normally produced the show, he, he goes all over the world to try and find one leg and still can't jag one. So can you give us a, uh, a first leg in our little team multi, please? I'm just going to go simple. I'm going to go Carlton to beat Essendon. So you've gone Carlton to beat Essendon. I'm going Richmond 1-39 against Port Adelaide. 
uh, on Thursday night football. I think they should win, and I don't think they can win by more than 40 if the rain comes as expected a bit later on this afternoon. You, Junior? Yeah, all right, I'm going to the NRL on Sunday afternoon, the uh, Seagulls versus the Tigers. I think the Tigers are in big trouble, so I'm going to go to the Seagulls uh, at the line, $1.90, minus 6.5. So they need to win by obviously more than that, but I think they can. So the Seagulls at uh, minus 6.5 at uh, around the $1.90 mark in that uh, that team multi. Beautiful. That'll be three seventy six all up, gents. Sounds good. Well, thank you. Uh, another right. great show. Well done, Junior. Hey, good luck to everyone listening. Hope you have a good weekend on the punt. Of course, always remember to gamble responsibly. Enjoy your weekend. Plenty of NRL, AFL, and of course, follow the War Stable and a few of our best bets. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. We'll do it all again this time next week.